Welcome to another Beyond Camp mini pod with Cassie and Rachel. We're here to do a little bit of reflecting as a lot of folks tend to be doing. We're at least one year into the pandemic, if not a year and a bit in. Um, and for both of us personally, we're roughly a year after some pretty, pretty big changes in our lives. Welcome to Beyond Camp, a podcast for summer camp directors and leaders by Go Camp Pro. Beyond Camp explores the intersection of camp and the rest of our lives. Camp professionals know that all aspects of our lives affect our camp experience. And Beyond Camp is here to dive into the messy, brave, and joyous conversations that surround that fact. Check out our show notes at gocamp.pro slash beyondcamp. So Cassie, let's flip to you first. Where were you a year ago? What were things looking like? I was thinking about this earlier, and I'm pretty sure I was unemployed deciding what to do, whether I should be looking for a job right now, going, ah, nobody's working, nobody's hiring, and just trying to figure out what my next steps were. This is probably around the time where I just cried a lot as well. Oh, (laughs) yeah. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) That stage of the pandemic. I feel like I'm coming back to that stage sometimes. Um, (laughs) I digress. Um, I think a year ago, uh, we had canceled camp because we were pretty early on in that and I was on a temporary layoff from work and we weren't sure what that was going to look like. But we were also still in the early stages where it was still like a novel idea that you were at home all the time and doing things distanced. So you were like, oh my goodness, you were like starting all of those things for the first time where you were doing like a virtual Zoom night with your friends for beers or you were reading stories to somebody's child over FaceTime and it was like new and fun and novel. That time where it was actually kind of exciting to be at home? Yeah. And like, I don't know, like in, at that time I was, I was living with my parents and my partner and my siblings and we were having these like fun lunch and learns for my partner bless her soul was like making us all lunch. We were like sitting together around the table eating and it was like this fun novel thing. Um, and a year in my living situation has changed, but um, it's becoming less novel that we're under our third stay at home order here. Yeah. Um, I wish sometimes they were more clear on those things, but that's another topic. <laughs> yeah. I won't dive into my feelings about how we should have done things better. Oh, that's a totally different podcast episode series <laughs> train of thought. We'll come back to that one. But something that I'm yeah. thinking about as we're talking about this, I remember there being a certain level of excitement of exploring something new and new ways to connect. Mm-hmm. And now that we're a year into this, I sort of want to go back to that. Like, what were some of those things that we like tried for the first time and that we're like, this is fun. We should do it again. Um, I know I did a virtual beer tasting with friends where we both like Ooh. went to the store, bought the same beer or ordered the same beer. Um, whatever your beverage of choice is alcoholic or not um and we just like drink them together like tested out different things but you could be making mocktails with your friends as well and so Mm -hmm. i think maybe a year into this when you do a little bit of reflecting on what got us through and what sort of like fun silly things can we switch back to yeah definitely and it something that i've done that was really kind of interesting and difficult at the same time but cook a meal the same meal as somebody else on zoom Mm. I do that every Sunday with a friend of mine. Uh, We cook a recipe together. Uh, We have these little like dinner dates on Sunday nights, um, which has been fun. It's also good because I am not the most comfortable cook. So when I get to the stage of my dinner that I'm panicking uh, because I like don't know what to do next, she can like talk me through it. Um, Do you, okay, hold on. Do you both have the recipe out and available? Yes. Yes. But like when I have like questions about like how to mince, chop, peel, et cetera, whatever it is that I'm doing. um, 
Yeah, the way I, I did it. Walk me through it. Nice. The way I did it was one person had the recipe and we all had the ingredients, and that person actually gave instructions. Oh my goodness, I'm not there yet. <laughs> it was so kind of funny. I don't know. I knew we needed pasta because pasta was the ingredient. So I put my water on and got my water boiling. And then they're like, okay, your water should be boiling. And someone's like, my water? (laughs) I was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. That person would be me. So I understand. All right. Let's do a little bit of a rapid fire round, Cassie, where I'm going to shoot you a question to think of over the last year. And then I'll I'll go afterwards. So I guess you're on the hot seat this episode. But what... uh, has been one struggle for you in the past year? I'll give you two because this one's a bit tough. Yeah, um, a struggle. Connect, honestly, connection. It mm-hmm. as much as we have all of these different resources in place to connect with people, it's it's hard, and mm-hmm. it's I work all day in front of a screen, mm-hmm. and then I have to do my social connection in front of a screen, mm-hmm. and I'm just don't want a screen. <laughs> that's fair. That's fascinating because to me, that's one of the things that I've enjoyed from the pandemic is that when I'm here by myself, um, it's been great for me to call up a friend, you know, in another city and be like, Hey, let's have drinks over zoom. And they're like, of course, this is what you do. Um, mm-hmm. And everybody's already there. It's not like a weird thing. So when I'm in a new city with new, no friends, I can still connect with them. So that's a fascinating uh, different perspectives on that. Yeah, I think it's just because all the meetings for work are on some sort of virtual platform and then all of my board meetings are on a virtual platform and like everything's totally. this, it's just constant inundating of looking at a screen that I go to go to do the social things and I look at it and I'm like, oh. Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. I yeah, think- What about you? Uh, for me, one of my struggles has been finding and maintaining my connection to camping and or no, maybe not maintaining my connection, but understanding what my relationship with is it, what my relationship is with it moving forward on a personal level. Professionally, I have lots of connections to camping, and I'm still really involved in our provincial camping community, and I wouldn't trade yeah. that for the world. But on a personal level, what is my connection? How is that going to maintain? What is it going to look like going forward? And I think I'm still struggling with what that is. Oh, definitely that. I I think I might have boxed that and put it on a shelf. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, same. Out of the way of like, there's lots of little boxes. Some of them are bigger and some of them are smaller, but sometimes I get to a point where I just need not to think about certain things. So I box them up and bury them. Fair. All right. Now in true 2020, 2021 fashion, we're going to pivot. What was your biggest success of the last year? Who? Or a success. Doesn't have to be the biggest. That's a lot of pressure. I would honestly say finding a job that works for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like just, I think, cause when you're looking for a job in the midst of a pandemic, when there's not a lot of options out there to find something that you align with on a mission level, cause that, mm-hmm. that's very important to me is the b- mission of a business and what it's doing, whether it's nonprofit or profit, that overall long-term goal um, matters and to be able to find something that aligns and works with what I want in life and what I see as important was uh, part of why I accepted a position. That makes sense. That's a great success. I'm very happy for you. Thank you. What about you? Uh, I think for me, we moved to a new city. We had the privilege of purchasing a house and that has been, my life has just taken a turn in that way. And so that, um, which wasn't expected because 
pre-pandemic, we're trying to buy a condo in the big city. Here we are, we've moved. Um, and that's been fun and exciting. Um, and so it feels like a success that in the midst of all this, we sort of found our way into a new path in life that we wouldn't have. Like my life would have looked so much different had the pandemic not happened. And I know that everybody says that, but I guess for me, um, oh, that yeah. feels like a success. Um, that is exciting um, in a variety of ways. Mm-hmm. So we can balance the struggles and the successes. And I think sometimes it's challenging to also talk about successes because yeah. perhaps for some folks, they haven't had the privilege of experiencing that. Um, and it is privileged, the things that we, mm-hmm. you know, we've both have employment now, um, et cetera. How do you strike a balance between the struggle and the successes? How do you find joy, Cassie? I honestly don't know. <laughs> I truly, right, right. I don't know if I, I don't think I'm actually good at balancing them because when I'm in the struggle, I am not in a great place and I, I don't often celebrate successes. Which Thank you for being honest and vulnerable. I'm here I think for it. we probably need to do more of celebrating the small things too. Not just, it doesn't need to be something big to celebrate. You can celebrate the small wins as well. Yes. It sounds cheesy, but today it was rain. It's been raining all day, just like a slow, gentle rain, like the perfect rain that we need in mid-April. And the grass is looking much greener. There's buds on the apple trees. Um, and my partner's like, "Oh, it's so gross out and rainy." And like, I'm not I'm not enjoying this. And I was like, well, "Look at how green everything is. This is the yeah. perfect rain." And I know it sounds cheesy, but I think I really have to look for those little things sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. In because right now at the date that we're recording in Ontario, the COVID case, the COVID situation, not ideal, far less than ideal, horrific one might say, but there's buds on the apple tree. That doesn't fix anything. That doesn't take away the suffering, but it's pleasant and reminds me that it's spring. Yeah. The the cherry blossom trees out in my side of the, are blooming. Mm. Like the trees are pink and they're starting to green. Yeah. We're we're a little bit ahead of you out here. (laughs) Sorry. it's still a win like it's still like when I look at it I'm like yes we're moving towards summer like (laughs) it's gonna get warmer it's nice isn't it it is um okay quickly here because we're just about running out of time on our little mini pot here um what is a piece of advice you would give to yourself a year ago I want to say it's gonna be okay but that's not really advice that's more of like a confirmation of like you're fine but to keep, keep trucking along. Hmm. That's good advice. I think I would tell myself that um, there's two that come to mind, but I think that I would tell myself uh, that there's opportunity. I don't want to say in hardship, but there's opportunity in the unexpected um, mm-hmm. and to say yes. And we're going to talk about that um, in a future mini pod. So stay tuned for that. But that's a big learning that I've had is um, and a piece of advice I would say is to, to yeah. say yes to things as you walk through this and let's let's end on a hopeful note cassie um because yeah. it is spring and things are blossoming what is your hope for a year from now oh my honest hope is that uh we're in a new state of normalcy mm-hmm. um but that i'm still where i want to be that i've made the right choices for myself i love that that's excellent um, yeah, I think I really want, I don't want us to forget the lessons we've learned and the unique ways we found of connecting through this. Um, 
It used to be before that you had to sit in the same room to get something done. I saw an article on LinkedIn that said people used to say you couldn't get creative unless you're sitting in the same room. Well, we've created a whole podcast and we met once um, a couple of years ago now, not related to this podcast. Um, I'm able to connect with people I don't live with, like I said before, like Mm -hmm. don't even live in the same city as me. And I think that's a wonderful thing. And I hope we don't lose that because it makes a lot of things so much more accessible. So I hope in our new normal that we still have virtual hangout nights to connect groups of people across the world. I hope that we still are hosting virtual conferences so more people can show up in conjunction with in-person things. Um, And I hope that we've learned that there are systemic issues in our world related to healthcare and we've learned from them so we don't repeat ourselves. That's not related to Beyond Camp. I've just become very passionate about public health. Let's learn from our mistakes as a society as a whole. (laughs) Yes. Well put, Cassie. On that note, we're going to end here. Stay well, folks, and we will see you again next week. Thanks for tuning into this episode. Beyond Camp is a part of Go Camp Pro and the Go Camp Pro Podcast Network. Find a podcast for camp professionals of every age and stage at gocamp.pro slash podcast. Thanks for listening, friends. Hey, Camp Pros. We love that our industry is built on sharing. In order to foster that spirit, if you've gotten even one good idea from a Go Camp Pro podcast, masterclass, from the Summer Camp Professionals Group, a conference, or wherever else, we ask that you give credit where credit is due. That way, it'll encourage camp pros to keep freely sharing their ideas and make the camp industry as a whole better.